Thank you for joining us today on the YourGamesource.com podcast. This podcast is being done on 9-11-2011. We'd like to, at this time, as part of the YourGamesource.com podcast team and the YourGamesource.com podcast staff, wanted to pay homage and respect and our condolences to the families and repay respect to those individuals who lost their lives on 9-11-2001. A moment of silence for those individuals. Everybody, to another episode of Game Source Podcast. Um, I tonight am your host, as always, Nick, with uh, Gerald and Sam. We are actually missing Chris and Corey this evening, but we will press on. I feel mellow and I feel yellow. It's a beautiful day in paradise. <laughs> well, um, Angry Nick, what? Angry Nick, is Angry yeah. Nick there? Angry Nick is here. <laughs> we, uh, you know, it is uh, September 11th, and uh, we, we put a little uh, special intro at the beginning of this podcast, but uh, we'd just like to say again, uh, we offer absolute condolences to uh, the families and friends that were lost in the September 11th tragedy, uh, September 11th, 2001. We uh, um, extend our uh, our prayers and, and hopes that the families and the uh, families of those victims are... are uh, doing their best to deal with that situation today. So, just wanted to say that. And on that note, um, we're going to start off uh, tonight a little bit different than we usually do. Um, we made some slight changes to uh, how we normally start out. We're actually going to go into a little bit of the sales numbers for this evening, and we're going to go over some quick reviews, and um, we're going to go more in-depth later on when we get to our roundtable of doom on the um, uh, some opinions on uh, if the release dates could have been changed up a little bit, and some of our thoughts and ideas on um, Dead Island, whether it was good or not, and we're going to do a part one of Gears, uh, Gears of War 3, and we will fill you in um, on our next podcast on the uh, part two. So, um, starting out, Deus Ex, uh, probably the only positive thing I have to talk about the entire evening. Um, <laughs> so, Gerald, um, if you want to get into sales numbers for August, go ahead, fire away. 
Well, I mean, because, you know, we had talked about and lamented on previous podcasts about how uh, dismal the uh, August uh, month was as far as sales are concerned. And um, when you're talking about Deus Ex, you know, winning the month, I mean, I, th- I think it pretty much you could say it won by default because it was the only quality game to really come out in the month of August. Uh, Sam, um, have you got a chance to play Deus Ex so you can get, you know, you can obviously relate as far as what's going on as far as why it did so well over the month of August? Um, I have not. I picked it up, but I have not played it yet. I've been really busy getting ready for school to start and everything. I haven't played I haven't started it yet, but it is sitting on my desk waiting to be played. It, it could be the <laughs> fact that it was the only half-decent release to come out in probably the entire year. <laughs> yeah, I know. And as, and as we'll discuss later on regarding uh, some of the releases that just came out, uh, um, well, we'll touch into that later. Um, obviously, Deus Ex profited by that greatly about being, you know, there's, when there's no competition and it's the only new game in town that, that's of any quality, uh, obviously it's going to sell big. And uh, I just I just hope that more uh, developers and, and publishers, uh, you know, see that and uh, decide to uh, make better changes as far as the way they, uh, you know, view their release dates for games. Apparently not Madden NFL because, of course, that trumped everything that came out. Uh, sadly, it always yeah. trumps everything. NFL games just need to stop. Stop productivity. Well, stop putting money into making them. Just stop it enough. Yeah, but if people are buying it, and that's the, that, there's such a hardcore fan base for Madden that uh, you you know you just there that's just going to sell. It's it's. As long as every year with each iteration. Now, mind you, uh, I would probably say they should go to a two or three year cycle and just do a downloadable patch with updated rosters. But uh, unfortunately, EA financially doesn't see it my way. Yeah, I was actually took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say that. I mean, just stop wasting money making games and just invest in patches. Exactly. Update, you know, one one update for rosters and things of that nature, you know, but. You know, then they couldn't announce D3 every year. Oh, the next NFL is coming out. Who cares? Let's move on. Oh, that's Madden for you. But, in any case, Deus Ex is probably, I I mean, at least in my opinion, you know, it ended up faring out to be a a pretty decent game. I mean, you know, it's not fantastic by any means. It's it's certainly not graphically impressive. Um, Overall, Game functionality is uh, pretty fluid. Typical first-person shooter. I like the interaction between first-person and uh, third-person when you're in prone positions, uh, performing stealth activities. Variety of weapons is pretty uh, unimpressive. You have a pretty set standard weapons. Uh, I mean, you can you can upgrade. It's similar in sense to Fallout, where you know you have. A very structured level up system. Um, make that basically, you know, you can up, upgrade parts of your body that make you, you, you know, able to punch through walls and things of that. Well, well, that seems to be the thing now, as far as RPGs are concerned. They seem to be following the format of Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, uh, as we'll discuss uh, a little bit later on the round table of Doom. There's a new game that came out that also follows that similar philosophy. 
Um, I just think that uh, right now that seems to be the it factor as far as uh, skill trees and things of that nature. So I guess uh, that's the way to go right now. Yeah, I, I mean, it fared, it fared pretty well. Like I said, I mean, for the only game that came out so far, I mean, at least, of course, that's my opinion that well, it was just about it. It was just that and Catherine since June. You know, I since L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir came out, and then after that, Catherine. But Catherine, unfortunately, you know, was not a well-known release. Obviously, it's out as Atlas is, uh, you know, best-selling game all time. But unfortunately, they don't have the uh, advertising and marketing power that that uh, Square Enix or other companies have. So it only had a limit on far as sales could go. So, absolutely. Overall, the the plot quality. Um, overall, uh, overall concept of the game really, um, I was not very impressed with, for, especially for a Square game. I'm a pretty devoted Final Fantasy fan, and even in earlier titles, I, I guess even in, in later titles where the plot wasn't really strong, I was actually very surprised for a Square Enix game. It it really lacks in plot. You have very various side quests that have really nothing to do with the game they just you just do them to do them and and that's it <laughs> but uh, overall it wasn't that like i said I, I gave it a 7.5 i just thought it was a very solid experience and sam i think once you do pick it up off uh you know where wherever you have it uh, i think you will find it to be a pretty solid game and it, it is a time eater it's going to take about a good 15 to 20 hours to finish it uh with all the side quests and like i said i think you i think you'll get a good uh I get, get good, some good game out of it. I'd say it's a rental experience. I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> well, too late. I think Sam, you already did, correct? Yeah, I have a friend. He just like he raved about it. Like he got it the day it came out, raved about it the whole time. You have to get it. You have, you have to get it. So I'm excited about it because it's just it's mixing a couple different things. Like you got you know shooter and then like RPG elements, and I really like because I'm not super into stealth based games. But, like, you can be stealthy if you want to, and sometimes it's better if you are, but you don't have to, which no, I like you're about right. it. Yeah, the, um, I would say the AI is not quite as in Metal Gear Solid, where if you hide behind the box, the enemies will eventually think, oh, he disappeared. No, the, the AI is sort of not stupid in this game. They kind of do recognize you, so if you walk away for five seconds to come back, they're not going to have like amnesia. So I, it overall, I would say it's. I'd have to agree with Gerald. It's a pretty solid game experience. I wouldn't waste your money buying it. I would rent it. Anyway, that's enough rant about that. The 3DS right thumbstick attachment. Really, Nintendo? Really? I mean, well- well, I mean, at least they got some good news. Their sales obviously skyrocketed uh, since the the uh, price drop, and I know that uh, that everybody seems to be interested in the product now. I just think it's something that they should have added on in the first place. Another Sam, uh, why? Why I is think, <laughs> You know, I gotta kind of agree with Nick on this one. Just like, really. <laughs> It's just, they keep making all these corrections with it. People are going to start being like, what the heck is up with this thing? First they drop the price by 80 bucks, then they keep adding stuff to it. It's just like, were they not... But like something as significant as another joystick? 
it's one thing if they come up with like a better battery or something because that was a problem but that seems kind of essential to it and it's going to definitely change what kind of games can be released for it so all the games that are out right now won't be able to utilize it i just i think that's a bad move i mean well i guess it's good that they're eventually coming out with it but that should have been that should have been a launch thing. Well, maybe it should have been more like a DSI, you know, like a three DSI, uh, something like that, you know, with the with the thumbstick attached to it, built in. So they I just feel like that's a significant change, like changing something that's three D or not. That's not that big a deal. But you like the utilization of another joystick. That's going to change gameplay. Like it's going to change what kind of games you can, can play on it. And I just Bad maybe, move. Maybe Nintendo projected that they had to cut the price of the overall unit so they would make it up by making some stupid joystick attachment that probably is not going to serve any purpose. But our old it, game's gonna they're not gonna be able to use it, so Yeah, it's really I mean, they just wasted their money. Yeah, that I think it's it's just dumb. PS Vita. Come up with a Come up with a book light, Nintendo. That would probably be a little more useful. <laughs> PS Vita, baby. PS Vita. <laughs> yeah, there you go. At least that one has two analog sticks right off the get-go. Yeah, You don't have to buy anymore. <laughs> so when are they releasing one that already has both? Uh, well, no one announcements. I well, I stated in our last podcast. I think that they're coming up with an announcement here in a few days. Uh, they're going to talk about several issues, and one rumored is that they're going to have a redesigned 3DS. I don't know if that's the case because, uh, like you stated, Sam, that's just admitting like even more of a mistake. But uh, you never know. Um, I think it is going to be a necessary that they're going to. It's going to have to come with with it already built in because it just seems. Uh, uh, not the wisest move that they just keep on making changes to it uh, after change after change. Whose call was that? Like, at some point they were probably talking about, do we need two joysticks? And they decided, you know what? No, we don't. So they didn't do it. But then, how? Wh- what could have possibly had them decide, you know what? Let's actually do a second joystick. Like, someone somewhere thought it was a good idea. But, well, I just I just think it's uh, it's leading to a bigger issue, you know, with Nintendo. Uh, I mean, if you look at over the life cycle of Nintendo's products, I mean, you have the successes from Game Boy to N sixty four, but you also have also the failures, you know, similar to like uh, Virtual Boy, the GameCube, you know, and what have you. Um, so right now, you know, they've they've had their real highs and they've had their real lows, and I think right now at this point with that and the Wii U is not really you know lighting the world on fire i just think uh that they're you know they're going through a down phase but uh, i do think that better things are going to come up on the horizon it's just going to take some years before they uh, get back on track yeah i gotta admit i'm i'm a little bitter with nintendo i i almost got uh ran over by shopping carts people throwing stuff at me all because of that Wii and nintendo you should have made more of those when people really wanted them, and now people are using them as coasters. So, you know, that is your ultimate karma for, for what you're doing now. But you do got to give them credit for trying to be different. Like, maybe it's a little too ambitious for them, but they're trying to do something new, something different. So I yeah. will give them credit where credit is due. Well, can I just... Oh, go ahead. 
No, I was gonna say. Then Sony came over and went and kind of like kicked him and went, oh, "Okay, we can take that, and make it better." Can I just say one thing before you move on to the next subject? Sure. Can I throw a shopping cart at you? <laughs> I no, would like to see that. We don't have shopping carts where we work, Gerald. So. <laughs> what if What if I brought a shopping cart from somewhere else? Well, that would not work. If I'll I provide the shopping cart, can Gerald throw it at you? All right, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's Valve fun. announces Counter Strike. Ooh. Do you know global how excited people are? It is insanity. It's, it's Counter Strike Global Offensive. Uh, it's coming to PC and XBLA. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Global Offense. <laughs> I meant offensive. Oh, I mean offense. I'm sorry. Uh. I apologize. It's uh, it's a, uh, a a bump up of uh, consoleized version. Many say of uh, I believe it's uh, Counter Strike Source, um, and uh, you know there's there's quite a bit of interest in it because of the fact you know Counter Strike has its hardcore community going back you know uh, what Sam now ten twelve years. Yeah, seriously. And uh, it's it, uh, a solid game. Yes, yes, and the level ups, it's all old school, and people just, you know, once they play it, uh, they stay there, and they play that and stay in that community for a while. Um, I know up until the time that the Xbox servers uh, went down on the original Xbox servers, Halo 2 was the number one one game being played, but number two was Counter-Strike, even on the original Xbox, so it does uh, have a following on consoles, and I think it's going to continue that once it comes out on XBLA next year. I don't think uh, Valve makes too many mistakes. I think they're an outstanding publisher, and I think uh, that they're going to make a, a lot of right moves. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a smart move coming out on XBLA as opposed to trying to make it a full See, retail. I disagree. Like, I've never played Counter-Strike, but a very, very, very good friend of mine, it is his favorite game in the world, and he... He's just excited because he's he's a PC guy. He is excited because you can if you play PC, you can play people who are playing on Xbox. And he's just excited to be able to finally prove that first person shooters are way better on the PC because PC players are going to destroy the Xbox players. Well, I, I think the uh, I think you're correct because the uh, in a sp- game that's uh, going to take a lot more precision, um, such as uh, you know. Um, Counter-Strike, uh, Global Offensive, um, you're just going to have to require a lot more precision, I think. With he the wondered keyboard. if they're going to give Xbox, like, an auto-assist. That would level the playing field a little bit. That was his, That's what he said. Oh, who knows? And I mean, that's something... Come, I mean, anybody the- who's ever played a... Like, if you play the same first-person shooter on both consoles, 9 out of 10 people are going to agree. PC's going to be better, it's easy, it's more precise. But... Well, I have a question for you. Well, I have a question for you um, on that. Um, it also is coming out for PS3, and it's coming out with uh, keyboard and mouse support for those individuals who have that those peripherals for the PS3. Well, what then, then? That, that technically makes it like kind of PC now. But PS3 oh, will never have God, the power. Something of PC. really loud just like exploded. I will be right back. Well, in regards to that, Nick, I'm saying about it is coming to the PS3 as well. 
Um, but it also is that um, PS3 and 360 users uh, and PC users will now be able to play Global, Global Strike against each other on the same server. So it won't be separate uh, separate matches. So they're, they're, they're going cross-platform. No, I mean, and that, that functionality, that aspect of it is, is very significant, especially if they plan on seeing, you know, sales numbers rise a little in that area. But what I'm saying is, overall, let's just say, in theory, it came out as a, as a new software title release, okay? Brand new, in the box. Okay. Overall, regardless of whether it was on 360 or PS3, Going back to what you know, Sam was stating about you know precision issues and, and auto assist and things of that nature. The problem you're going to have is, regardless of what it is released with, whether it's released with a keyboard, mouse, you're still going to have you know CPU and overall processor of the PS3 or Xbox are just not going to match up to you yeah. know what what a computer has. And ultimately, whether they're cross-platform on the same servers or not, you're going to have people with more powerful PCs having a much clearer advantage over the people playing on platform systems. So, you know, you're going to get even you're going to get twice the frustrated amount of people because you got experts on you know, experts on PC playing against experts on consoles who used to who used to play on PCs and then you got like a war going on because you know Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're suggesting I don't download it when it comes out, and so I won't get pwned. Yeah, Pretty you'll much. get destroyed. <laughs> you'll be dead uh, before you can spawn. Yeah, it's true because I'll probably spawn camp any anyways, oh. and then and then try to teabag me uh, on the way. <laughs> oh man, that'd be prizes. That would be a game source video that needs to be put up right up on the front of our site. And then throw a shopping cart me card at me, uh, you know, on the way out. Yeah. Well, Nathan Drake already slapped you in the face, so I mean, that would be the only way to finish that off. Slap me? It's a punch. That was a full punch. No open hand about it. Oh, okay. Sorry. He punched you. Yes. Well, at least I'm not wearing a bear head. Anyways. Uh, you know what? We're not gonna get. We're not gonna touch that subject. <laughs> but on the subject of Nathan Drake, I just started Uncharted Two. Those yes. cinematics are phenomenal. Like, uh, yeah, that's why. Oh, that's why it was the game of the year for us. Um, I just, in fact, uh, rebought it uh, as part of the Uncharted collection, which just came out on the sixth as well. Um, with uh, it, I, and anybody who's out there who's even interested in the Uncharted series, I highly recommend getting it. Uh, it's forty dollar retail. Plus, it will it comes with some goodies for the upcoming Uncharted Three. Uh, it's both Uncharted and Uncharted Two Game of the Year edition, uh, and it's just an awesome deal. If anybody out there is interested and it wants to know the backstory of Uncharted One and Two before they buy Uncharted Three, like I guess Sam, did you ever play the original Uncharted? I did, uh, and I wasn't honestly that pleased with it. Like, I was playing oh, really? it with a friend, and he played most of it while I watched, and... I wish I honestly, had a gasp soundboard right overhyped Just because, like, it was one of the first good games to come out for the PlayStation 3, because it had a bit of a crappy launch lineup for the first, like, three years. Yeah. But, um, we played it, I wasn't too crazy about it, but I'm playing the second one, and I, I really like it. 
Uh, it was yeah, it was just an awesome game. Uh, Nick and I, uh, the uh, the sent you know the the whole thing as far as us deciding uh, you know amongst others and our fan choice as well. It was uh, for the game of the year of two thousand nine. So it was just a, an incredible experience from start to finish for us. Right, Nick? Uh, absolutely, I have to agree. You, the yeah. game is is simply incredible. I mean, you you li- really have to. It's a it's a very it's such a smooth transition between cinematic and gameplay. It's almost hard sometimes to distinguish when it's time for you to start moving again and when it's like That's the problem I ran into in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, it, "Oh, I have to stand up." It's an incredible game. I would What I don't I, what I don't like is there's that feedback, you know, about Uncharted 3 coming up. Well, it's just more Uncharted. Well, it's just more Uncharted. Um, excuse me here. Uh, isn't the old, there, there cannot ever be too much of a good thing? I mean, what do you want more bad games? Okay, um, do you want Naughty Bear two or or do you want uh, how about one another Call or how about a Call of Juarez? Another Call of Juarez, you know, because this latest version was junk. You know, I mean, I don't understand these critics out there saying, "Well, it's just another Uncharted, yada yada yada." Oh, but they're so excited for Call of Duty, which has come out in so many different iterations. And yeah. mind you, Call, the Call of Duty series is, is is a very good series, but the Uncharted series is just such high quality, and as far as production values and story, I, I can't see why anyone that gives these uh, games like Uncharted such high ratings wouldn't be want to be itching and 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 just you know so waiting for so so uh vehemently for the new uncharted so it just blows my mind that people are talking smack about it before it's even come out yeah i mean you got critics talking about that when you have games like resistance 3 really i mean i didn't even think they would make a 2 and how many iterations of NFL are going to have saints row come out because i know you're waiting for that uh that comes out i believe november 17th yeah, Saints Row. I, who would even? In, in, I mean, to invest in that game, to to even make it. I mean, come on, guys. You, you got better. Sorry, Gerald. I just wanted to feed the uh, the Nick fire some more. Oh, that's that's okay. That's okay. You're going to be hearing a little bit more of it when we uh, in our roundtable of doom well, from you know, him. Seriously, you you are you're going to give such critique to such a, an incredible game, Uncharted, and. Here you are with, I mean, do you think once they hit 20 NFLs, they're just going to start using Roman numerals? Because, hey, yeah. Nick, what do you think about kittens? Do you hate those too? <laughs> I happen to, well, no, I don't like kittens. Oh, you have no soul. How do you not like kittens? Well, I like kittens when they're kittens, not kittens when they're Well, I didn't say cats. I said kittens. Okay, well, kittens are okay. All right, continue. Okay, so... In any case, yeah, I, yeah, that's I know that's, that's a dead topic. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll start up our uh, review li- uh, line down. Okay, sounds great. Right. Uh, we'll see you then. No, no, yes, no, no, yes, maybe no, no, maybe. I hope so. Okay. All right. I love it. All right, welcome back, guys. I wonder if the planning team. Like they all sit in a conference room and play like paper toss in the trash can while they're like <laughs> bouncing ideas off people, and they have. Okay, if I make this basket, then we're gonna do this. Yeah. So if I make this three pointer, we're gonna run with this, guys. Okay. And if I don't, 
we're going to go back to the whiteboard and, and not draw smiley faces, and we're going to actually strategically plan out what we're going to do here. Well, obviously no one's hit it in the trash can marked Half-Life 3 because there's still no sign <laughs> of Half-Life 3. Yeah. But, Gerald, they, they have landed in the trash can, apparently, for, for Driver, because uh, somehow that came out, San, Driver San Francisco. Well, that's from, Ubis that's from Ubisoft. Yeah, well, still, they need to, you know, stop Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I've heard both. Um, I'd say, you know what, Ubisoft, I kind of like that better. I like, I think Ubisoft sounds... Don't like, go by me, because Drill always gets on me because I keep calling Deus Ex, Deuces Ex. <laughs> so. Yeah, didn't we have a whole conversation about that already? Yes, we did. You notice I'm calling it right now, because I'm tired of getting crap from Drill. Yeah, when you're sitting you by yourself in your room, you're like, haha, Deuce Ex, Drill's not here to correct me, haha. <laughs> <laughs> you go with your bad self, Nick. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Reviews. Blowout. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to save the best one for last that came up this week. Um, I will touch on Madden, you know, uh, Nick's favorite, one of Nick's favorite games outside of Saint Ro Saints Row the Third, um, which would be Madden NFL 12. Um, actually, it's a solid entry. The presentation uh, still are suspect compared to some of the other games, including NCAA. I think it's better on NCAA for uh, EA. Um, I think NHL 12 that just came out is much better presentation uh, as well. I, th I gave NHL 12 um, an 8.5. Um, I'm also giving uh, Madden, uh, which still needs and has some issue, needs to get some work. Uh, those individuals, like I said, uh, I think they'd probably be better advised just to do it once every couple of years and just, you know, send some patches. But I gave that a 7.5. Um, I also uh, get reviewed Body Count. Body count, um, basic shooter with uh, with a little bit of leveling and point systems thrown in, uh, but it just doesn't seem like they knew what they were doing as far as and going uh, as far as this game. And it also doesn't uh, help you when your project lead, um, uh, Stuart Black, uh, who was the uh, his previous game was uh, Black for EA, uh, which was actually a pretty good shooter. Um, Unfortunately, he left halfway through production, and it kind of shows as far as the end quality is concerned. has some polish issues. The graphics are underwhelming, and I gave that a six. Uh, it looked like it could have been something really special, but it, unfortunately, due to, uh, well, again, you know, companies rushing these games out uh, to meet deadlines. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this one uh, suffered the fate because of it. Uh, Warhammer Space Hammer, uh, excuse me, Warhammer Space Marine 40, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine, if I can say that right, because you know, it's just, you know, too short of a name. Um, that one I gave a seven. Uh, over the person, uh, third person over the shoulder, um, as far as a good game. Solid, but I didn't really think of anything spectacular by it. Um, it does have a nice co-op feature and multiplayer features on it. Um, so I do think if someone wants to go ahead and, like Nick says, rent it, um, as he seems to, that seems to be his default ratings a lot of time, just rent it. Um, re Red rent it. Yeah, Redbox. It. Um, I think that it'd probably be good for a good weekend play with a buddy, uh, either online or, or whatnot, offline. Uh, so I gave that a 7. Um, also as well, 
um, driver San Francisco. Um, also another one of Nick's favorites game. Um, I don't know. I guess you didn't like the coma mode on it where you can warp in between vehicles. Um, but kind of fun. It had its charm. You know, you can go and, and, and send a car careening into a whole bunch of cars or, or to cause a whole lot of damage and then just warp out of it into another vehicle. I like that concept. I like it. I think it's something that was out of the box. Um, I wish it was something that Atari would have thought of when they had the driver series, but unfortunately that they sent it over and gave it to Ubisoft and um, they've taken it from there. Um, I gave that one a, an eight. And I really liked the concept. Well, no, I really liked it. I, I think it has, a, it shows a lot of promise. I thought the coma mode was worth it. Um, I like to see them expand driver even more uh, in coming iterations and uh, hopefully the game will do well. Um, and last but not least, uh, another one of Nick's favorites, uh, Resistance 3. Uh, um, I, I do think, personally, it's, it's the best of the three. I did not like Resistance 1 at all, and I thought Resistance 2 wasn't much better. Um, I do give Resistance 3 uh, 7.5. Uh, I do think it was uh, a solid game, a decent story. Um, I don't think... Uh, it does get repetitive after a little while. Um, but I do think it was good, and it's very solid multiplayer, um, very frantic, but I, I don't like the fact that they reduced it from 64 players to 16 players. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, you will be seeing our reviews posted online this week. Um, there's one more review that, uh, that I think all of us want to share our thoughts on, but that's coming up in the roundtable of doom, so I'll save that one for a little bit later. Nick, back to you, sir. Well, does anybody else have any thoughts on any any of the uh, any other feedback we wanted to put down on the table about any of these other games? I think I've already said my piece with Madden NFL. Driver, you know, I don't mean to bash Driver. My previous experience experience with Driver was that it had very close similarity with Grand Theft Auto, and I'm not really. Well, that's why I think that's what. That's why I think they went out of the box with the, with the coma mode, where you can uh, warp in and out of vehicles. And they're trying to do something different that, that differentiates itself from the Grand Theft Auto series. Don't you think so, Sam? Um, sorry, I'm reading Chris's text. Um, what? Well, we, we're just talking about if there's... There, I don't know. Personally, I think there's lack of variation between driver... And Grand Theft Auto. I feel as I've though... never played Driver at all. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've well, never played it. In that case, uh, I guess that's a mute point then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just my opinion. I, I just don't think there's there's much variating difference. There's not enough variating differences between the two. I, I think they still both too much closely resemble one another. I, 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 Gerald, I, I feel you on, you know, on that particular feature that makes it different, but I don't know. I, again, my experience with, you know, the original drivers were that they, they were like Grand Theft Auto. I, I mean, almost but, exactly like Grand Theft Auto. But that's why it's in the hands of a different uh, development team and a different uh, production company. It's a uh, different publisher, so. Yeah, well, you know, that's... That's my opinion, but we are actually going to go to another break, and when we come back, we're going to conclude the evening with our roundtable of doom.
and welcome back, everybody. We actually have Chris on the air now, finally, after lunch. He has joined us. Sorry, I was on a mission destroying some locusts and uh, got tied up. But you're here now, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm here. I'm missing a limb, but I'm fine. We are actually going to start our round table of doom segment. Right in time. Uh, fire, firing <laughs> off the first question. Games that were released September 6th, should they have been released sooner or not at all? Or one or more have been delayed? Probably all of them should have. If by delayed you mean shouldn't have come out. Well, I mean, because there were so many titles this past Tuesday that came out, uh, like it, like it was saying. Just, just saying, Nick probably would have preferred that none of them came out at all. So. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when you have Resistance, you have Dead Island, you have Driver San Francisco, you have Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine. Um, I mean, you just have all these, any you know, all X Rise NHL 12 is next week. Yeah, Rise of Nightmares. I even forgot to that one. I, I haven't even gotten that one yet as far as reviewing it. So, Really, they should have really dispersed the uh, release dates considerably. I mean, to have that many titles come out at one at one time they had to have anticipated that you know their titles would be stomped on by the uh, leading competition so well i mean it goes to, it goes to show you where we're talking about deus ex deus ex uh you know was it was good enough to come out a, a, a very good game that came out at a time where it was unchallenged by anybody else so it had at least one or two, one, seven to ten days of of selling exclusively uh out on the open market and chris and sam uh, you know your thoughts on on maybe some of these games should have try to, to you know push the release date further up or or should they have talked about maybe just moving it back to 2012 because not all these games are going to be success that just came out this past tuesday right kudos right. to you square enix i just think i mean what am i trying to say like i do not understand the summer drought i just i don't like everything gets pushed back to the fall and everybody who has played video games knows summer not a good time for games to come out and I don't understand why because if you can release even a semi good game over the summer people are have nothing else to play I mean so they're going to pick it up like I th you think that'd be the good time for you know kind of adequate games but for some reason falls the time well, Catherine was, you know, like like uh, Chris had said, it was just a uh, had pre said previously that it was just such a you know great game that came out, and it came out at such a good time when there was just exactly. nothing available on the market. And, I right, think Chris? they just need to all sit and play Angry Birds. There you go, <laughs> or Angry Nick. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I haven't got anything that pissed me off yet that much this evening, so I, I'm uh, I'm getting there. All right, I'll find something. I'm back. But Chris. So. Uh, but Chris, what do you know? Your thoughts on that, uh, on the games that just came out? Do you think you know? Because you, you firsthand right there, seeing as far as the sales on these. So, of course, all these games coming out uh, with about six titles coming out on uh, September sixth, it was too much for everyone to handle. Uh, for the most part, Dead Island was one of those underground games that everyone, one person played, told all their friends, told all their friends, and that was wanted by the millions. Uh, Dead Island, or not Dead Island, uh, Rise of Nightmares, eh. Uh, 
Resistance as well. All these games that just came out, it, they should have brought some of them out when there was a drought, when there was no games coming out every week. Uh, and I just- mentioned, and I mentioned even before. Uh, excuse me uh, about the the Uncharted collection, and uh, I know that that just came out in the six as well. Yeah, definitely, and I, it's a great uh, great package to get forty bucks, and you get uh, number one, number two, uh, just before number three comes out, so you get a chance to play them. But it was a bad time because there was also another uh, PS3 exclusive resistance and then Dead Island, which was blowing up everywhere. Uh, It just wasn't good for all those games to come out on the 6th. If someone could have at least released them two weeks early, that would have been perfect. They would have gotten much more sales for that two weeks. And then once September 6th hit, maybe one or two games should have come out that day. They probably should have dispersed these releases probably mid to end of fourth quarter. I don't know about that late because then they would get no hype. Well, they're gonna get they're gonna get more hype in the end of fourth fourth quarter than they would near the end of the uh, the beginning to the end of the second or the third quarter. Well, I mean, they're for the most part, other than, now. yeah, only I think Dead Island uh, has been getting that kind of hype. Um, the other ones, Why? yeah, you, you're right. They probably won't. And now that the weeks are getting closer to Gears, closer to Batman Arkham City, closer to Skyrim, Battlefield, Call of Duty, all these games, uh, they're not going to be selling as much. They're going to be minuscule in numbers compared to these other ones. I will tell people if they are interested in these games to hold off buying them until uh, Black Friday comes around and the sales start rolling out because these games that you see now are going to be heavily reduced in price because uh, you know the publishers are going to give these retailers clearance to discount those games very hard, very oh, big time, very hardly. Last uh, last year, like three weeks before Black Friday, um, the Need for Speed Most Wanted game came out. Or Hot Pursuit and uh, Black Friday, they had it on sale here for like thirty-five bucks. After three weeks, I'm like, too easy. So normally, places will have it on sale because it's right then, right there, and it's not selling as well as obviously these other games like uh, Modern Warfare Three. That probably won't go on sale. Maybe ten bucks, but that's about it. Oh, Sam, do you got any? Anything to add on to that? No. Honestly, just kidding. Mm, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I just... I don't understand, like, why it's so bad to push them forward. Like, I know maybe it's not ready, but... It's just this is the time where everything's starting to come out. And it's like, if you pick up the game now, you got two... Not even, like... If you picked it up on the 6th, it's like, what, you got like two weeks before Gears comes out... And then a week after that is something else, and then two weeks after that is something else, and it's just like, you're not giving people much time to play your game because all this better stuff is coming out. True. I think that's like... What they think hmm? is going to be better. Well, Well, from the middle of October till the end... From the middle of October to the middle of November, there's at least one new big hit game coming out every single Tuesday. Uh, Yeah. And, of course, one on Sunday, or, yeah, Sunday, Saturday, something like that. Skyrim coming out on a weird day. And with Skyrim, that's not a game you can play in three days. That's no, like, not at all. That's yeah, a, you have to put some time. Like, straight, maybe. I don't think that's a game you could finish in three years. Yeah, so it's just like, with that, it's like, that game is going to take a lot of investment, a lot of time. I mean, Gears of War, 
you know, you can beat the campaign pretty fast. You can do uh, multiplayer off and on, but it's not the investment that something like Skyrim is. Yeah. Well, in any case, we, uh, we're we going to move on to our discussion with uh, Dead Island. Uh, good, bad, different. <laughs> you really want to hear my take on it, huh? Let me put it this way. I put Dead Island in with expectations that I was going to be somewhat impressed. However, I was completely unimpressed. Not only was the beginning of the game probably the worst intro I've ever seen in any game. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I'll wait till the end of the year and then say that. But so far, my gaming experience, probably the worst intro I've ever seen. I I couldn't tell if I needed to be drunk to play it or if it, you just needed to be wasted up. I, I don't know. I But you either need to be plastered to play that game or, or high or something. But <laughs> I was... Uh, not only is the game very graphically unappealing, um, gameplay, mobility, movement... Overall interaction with objects and enemies is very clunky. Your movement is very uh, sluggish. It's very difficult to maneuver. I think I've. I, I think you run more into objects than you do maneuvering through the game. There's just an overwhelming environment to explore, and and you know what? That's that's not so much. That's not so much a negative, you know. Fallout Three, I, I'm a very big fan of, and and the exploration, the large scale environments were unique and and interactive, and they offered you a a variety of you know different interaction with uh, NPCs and things of that nature. Uh, you know, open the side quests, yada yada yada. However, I think the first three and a half minutes, I was, you know, by three zombies and I, I mean I didn't even you know you're trying to swing off it's like you know despite pulling a dead rising and ripping some plaster off the wall and beating them to death with it I mean you know you had no you had no out they're just um, the game you know overall I understand later in the game you have unique features like you can modify weapons um, an electric kitchen knife I, I don't know that that doesn't really appeal to me as a weapon to kill zombies with uh, frankly, I'm more of a shotgun, shotgun decapitation kind of guy, but, <laughs> you know, I slapping the zombies around with kitchen knives and, and throwing forks. And I, I mean, that's not, that's not, sorry, that's not my, my ideal zombie game. Well, maybe Overall, you should wait until the zombie apocalypse happens. Well, yeah, but at least at that point, I'll be armed down to the teeth. And not with kitchen knives and forks and, and you know, you, you'll but, be and butter knives. <laughs> you'll be surprised what you want to do to survive. Even if you have to stab well, let's just say, I'll be turning, I'll be running for my life from these zombies and I'll turn around and I'll see Nick being gnawed on by zombies uh, screaming, where's my shotgun, where's my shotgun? And and then Nick's going to have a frying, or uh, Gerald's going to have a frying pan and it's going to survive with that for another few days. <laughs> yeah, for all, all my practice on Left for Dead too. Yeah. <laughs> until, we, until we get Molotovved. Exactly. <laughs> then we'll burn in a fiery death. Yeah, because some zombie with a long tongue eats us. <laughs> uh. 
you know, overall, I would. The game is like a red box. I would not buy it. I, you know, it's not even worth five dollars to rent from from Blockbuster if you even have a Blockbuster near you anymore. If they haven't gone into business too, it <laughs> was a very, um, very unimpressive game. Uh, the first five minutes were probably one of the worst gaming experiences that I had in history. It, uh, it is dubbed Fallout 3 with zombies. Uh, I'm sorry, I must sadly disagree. It is not a Fallout 3 with zombies. It, the game is a Fallout, yes, but, um, you know, comparing it to Dead Rising and Left 4 Dead, that's giving it too much credit, so. See, I heard it was more like a Borderlands than Left 4 Dead, because yeah. with the RPG and the different class-based stuff. Well, because Left 4 Dead is more of an action-paced, you know, mm-hmm. immediately running from hordes and hordes of zombies, which gives it gives you an immediate scare factor that just keep, you know keeps on giving because you have hordes of zombies coming. This one, you know, you're like running around, you know, swinging your clunky arms around like, you know, you know, like a drunken boxer. I mean, I, that's not really effective. I mean, have you played it, Chris? Uh, I've had a little taste of it, but I haven't actually played um, played the full story of it yet. So I'm not too sure how the story goes, but from the mechanics of it, uh, <laughs> from the mechanics of it, it's you seem to be giving a little bit less credit than what I've been thinking. Maybe I, I'm I'm kind of tired of Left 4 Dead of how easily you can run around through there. You can literally go through without being touched by a zombie. Uh, and zombies are all one-hit kills in there. Um, in real life, it's not going to be that easy. So it, it does have a little bit more of a realism factor from what I've played. But uh, there are some things that I have to admit you've been giving honest stuff to. Uh, the electric ki- kitchen knife, I have to admit, was kind of crazy. I saw that. But um, it for me, I thought that the game was a decent game. Uh, but you're making it sound like it was worse than Brink. And that is a very, very low statement. Well, you know, Brink, Brink was was pretty bad. But, you know, honestly, Dead Island, it's really, it's not a good game. Uh, regardless of what, you know, IGN gives it, regardless of what a lot of these other, you know, critics, you know, want to wanna dictate about it. Overall, it's, the game is horrendous. I, I mean, I don't really know how else to put it. It's, it's, um... I don't know if they, like, didn't finish the game and they just decided to publish it, but your class, you know, the differences in class are are minuscule. You, you know, are very rarely able to obtain firearms, and when you do, they, you know, it's like you might as well just give the zombie the gun and let him shoot you with it. I mean, it's that's how less effective it is. I, I get the whole weapon modification and everything else. I mean, that, that part's okay, but it's just not a... It, it's not what I was hoping was be... You know, ask Gerald. I was, I was pretty psyched about it. I mean, I was pretty psyched to play it. Not once I played it, I wasn't anymore. Well, I, I feel uh, that it, um, it's just a game that... Uh, had a lot of promise, had a ton of good ideas that they wanted to incorporate it. And unfortunately, the payoff's just not quite what uh, I had expected. And obviously, it's not what you, you know you, got, you had expected either. Um, I'm giving the game a 7 out of 10. 
Um, I just think it's, you know, it has a lot of good ideas and premise. Uh, I like the fact that you can explore through the island. Um, a lot of mundane side quests, but there are some good side quests too. Um, I did like the skill tree a little bit more than you did. Um, but I do know, like you said, that there is a lot of rough edges, especially graphically in the game that makes it, you know, could make it hard for some to really play and to really latch on to. But if you can get around some of those faults, I do think Dead Island uh, might be a try for, for, you know, let's say 10, 15, hour, uh, 15 hours of good gameplay. But I do recommend that if you are going to play it, you play it with the four-player co-op. Oh, um, as a single player, it's not really the same experience. I mean, you know, they, they do have cool features in it, like... Uh... You know, if you're playing online and, you know, your buddy's, like, close to the same area, you can jump, you know, jump into each other's games. I mean, that aspect of it is, is pretty cool. Like you said, the, the hierarchy structure they use for, um, you know, the tree structure they use, shouldn't say hierarchy tree, to upgrade your character and, you know, how you go about, you have to, you know, repair your weapons. I mean, that that aspect of it is Fallout-ish. You know, your weapons wear down, you got to find a workshop to... Or workbench to you know fix them up and make them you know stronger again and to add you know special characteristics and abilities and you know overall there there does take uh, it does take a great deal of um, you know skillful planning you don't just uh, in that respect it's not like Left 4 Dead where you're just running around blasting anything that has two legs and walks or four legs or six legs um, you know you really have to strategically plan out how you go about doing it. And it does have a very, you know, large-scale environment. But again, Gerald, I have to I have to absolutely agree. Graphically, it, you know, texture palettes, um, overall rendering and animation, um, contrast, contrast is too dark. No matter how much you raise the contrast up, the game is just overall a very dark, um, very difficult environment to play in. And... You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't mean to, like, bash it so bad. I mean, it's probably worth trying, but I would definitely not buy it. Definitely not buy it. Sam, what are your thoughts? No thoughts. Oh, she's just, you know, obviously left her speechless. Yeah. I actually forgot that my mic was muted because I was eating something. <laughs> so I've been talking, I promise. Um, I was like, when you guys started talking, I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay. Um, I have not played it yet, but I have been in an Xbox Live party with people who have been playing it. And they're overall, because, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm bugging them, asking them about it, what they thought, because I'm trying to play vicariously through them. But, um,. They weren't too thrilled about it. Like, one of my friends was playing as, like, a bigger guy and got to, like, just go and punch zombies. He was loving that. But my other friend was just kind of like, you know, when you open a chest, you're it's like a, a short cinematic of the person opening a chest. There's just a lot of little things that he didn't like about it. Like, he, he just like, like, yeah, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead, like Borderlands. And he was like, it's like a crappy mix of... Uh, Borderlands and Left 4 Dead. So just he wasn't really happy with it. So because I asked them, because you know they were playing, I'm like, should I pick it up and play with you guys? They're like, no, don't bother. 
Yeah, if they had like an option where like when you're opening up a bag, you go, you know, you can tell the zombie, hold on, wait. You know, it takes me, takes the cinematic a few, you know, minutes for me to open this up and get the item out. You know, instead of just hitting the X button once, I have to hit it two or three times to make sure I pick it up. You know, it, it's just, the game sucks. It really does. Tell us how you really feel, Nick. <laughs> Don't hold back. Remember, we have to keep this clean, so I can't really tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> this is but, true, and that's why uh, your GameSource.com podcast is so great, because you can listen to it work without Nick's swear words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, Gears of War 3. What are our thoughts on the eve of uh, Gears of War 3 and, you know, where in the Gears universe is this going to lead? Hopefully not to a 4. I mean, hopefully not to a 5. It better lead to a 5. They just need to cut it off at 4. Enough is enough. How many many locusts can it possibly be? This, This game has so much potential to add in so much more stuff to it uh, that if they continued using all the all the resources they have, just to use the hype that they have right now, just because of the name Gears of War, they could probably go on for another good... I'm thinking like another two games uh, and still be very big hit. And I think it depends on what happens in 3, honestly. If they, if they set it up right, yeah, they could do plenty more, but they gotta set it up. Well, this is the last game in featuring the Delta Force, but I do think you know they should. You know, I've 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 said in previous podcasts that I've not been in love uh, with the way the story has developed, uh, but I do think there are moments in the Gear series, like when Dom's wife uh, passed away. Oh my god, um, I cried both times I played. <laughs> and uh, you know, finding out exactly little bits and pieces of Marcus's father. Uh, a little bit of backstory on Cole, Train, whatnot. There's little parts of it that are charming, and I, I do think the Gears universe does have legs. Um, I just think that sometimes their storytelling has drifted off a little bit, um, and I just think that there's been issues with it from time to time. If you play the if you play the entire both both games, but I, like you said, Sam, I think it does uh, come down to how Gears of War Three is handled. <laughs> Uh, and how the end of the Delta Force story uh, is told, um, and I think, like I said, if it is, a, if it does turn out to be a very good game, that then it will like re- revive the actual Gears of War series as a whole. Because I, I think everybody's thinking right now that it's it's pretty much do or die for that series based off of this game right now. Yeah, I completely agree. It's uh, a lot of people are hoping that this game is just as good as um, as any other. Uh, A-rated game that's been out for the Xbox, and if it is, then hopefully they'll continue on with something for it. If not, then that might just discourage them, and they probably won't. They just need to not turn Gears into another Call of Duty series. Oh, no, that's one thing that they shouldn't do. They should make nine games, one come out every year, and yeah, there's nothing new into it. But, you know, the thing is, is that it... it Watch this be a success, and that's going to be the end result. I mean, you know, sadly. Oh, what was all that? I don't know. It wasn't me. What? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I just yep. think, as far as the gear sister is concerned, I think if that's the case, Gears of War 4 
or whatever the next game in the universe will be a launch title for whatever new series uh, Xbox is uh, coming out at. So, well, let's just say the Xbox 720. Um, I think if it does turn out to do, to do well, then that will be one of the major launch titles for that new system. Do you agree? Oh, that would be an amazing launch title for it. Uh Considering Gears of War is one of the one of the top selling Xbox platform games, um, next to Halo, I'm guessing, but uh, it would make a really good addition to like a first or a next generation Xbox. Well, uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on the uh, Gears of War saga ending or continuing? They just need to stop it at three. Sam, you, didn't, you weren't good at number I one think, two. I think with as far as continuation, and like you said, this is the last one with Delta Squad. I think it would it'll be a little weird without them because those characters really they are the series. Like just like you were saying, like they've taken time to you know learn, you learn a little bit about each of them, and just like it'd be weird having a Gears of War without those guys. Like, in Halo, like, yeah, ODST didn't have that. But it's just, like... Is somebody opening a candy bar? Um, it didn't have Master Chief, but, like, as iconic as Master Chief is, like, he's not as... person... not personable, but, like, he's not... He's not as embedded into the Halo universe as say the the Delta Squad is in in Gears. Those are men, and those are they have strengths, they have weaknesses. You really learn about them as people. You can't really connect with Master Chief as well. Like he's not like you just can't relate to him really because if you know what he's been through, it's like oh I never really did that. But with the Gears guys, like they're men, you can relate to them kind of get inside their heads and everything so I think being without them is going to be more like sad like I'd be all bummed out I mean they'll probably like make cameos or whatever do you think like they all take steroids uh, (laughs) you will never know but I just I I mean their muscles are like bigger than their head I, I guess I just have a hard time when I play that game because how could someone that probably weighs literally a ton move so fast? Well, are you saying that Cliffy B is on steroids? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he like five feet tall? Uh, no, he, he actually walked. He actually walked right by us at E three. So, uh, um, he was really short. He, he's not short. He's more average. He's a little bit smaller on like. He's not as big as Marcus or Dom. We'll just say that. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then again, trying to find someone that is. So he didn't make them in his own image. No. Well, I mean, it was probably his own image. It was probably an image he saw, but it wasn't his image in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Gerald wanted to discuss something uh, as our closing topic. Uh, Someone actually made us a proposition, which I'm not going to use the M word here because I don't like it. So I'm going to let Gerald explain. Well, I will tell you, I was approached uh, recently by uh, another gaming website 
um, and their gaming website. I won't say what the name is out of respect to them, uh, but they obviously liked what we had to offer. Um, they follow us on Twitter, uh, which you can get Twitter at, at GameSource, or follow us on Facebook, um, GameSource on Facebook, our YouTube channels, YourGameSource.com, the entire word, and then uh, we'll be actually adding all of our shows in the near future to our um, iTunes channel, which is Nick. Huh? <laughs> that's that's no it's not huh on the itunes channel actually it's a uh, game source podcast or game source nevada that you can find us under on itunes i don't know what uh huh channel is on itunes but anyway oh, sorry i didn't know what you were asking me to say <laughs> <laughs> well needless to say uh, after that short plug because we haven't plugged it all you know my shameless plug, uh plugging hasn't uh, been done all all podcast uh, we were approached uh he uh, he did like uh, or she uh, the head of this website I won't say he or she um, liked what we had to offer and like what we have as far as a, uh, a, a podcast is concerned and also our website is concerned but that's a credit to the great staff and the great individuals that, that are part of this community um, and to you folks listening out there um, we were offered um, we did mull it over I think as a team but uh, I think, uh, well, I'll let you guys elaborate in detail. When this process came up and I talked to you guys about it, what were your thoughts? Chris, Sam? Uh, I personally, I, I liked what they had said about us. It wasn't uh, rude or anything. Uh, everything they said, they completely enjoyed. And that makes me know that some people are, are actually enjoying this website and... It's uh, really nice to hear that, but everything that they were offering, it it just didn't seem like it was a benefit, uh, and I just didn't want to um, kind of give up what I've done here at GameSource for something at another company. It, it's, it, I can't go into detail too much with it, but basically it, it was a good offer, but I'm, I'm happy with what we are. We're a family. Oh, I think I'm going to cry. Oh, my sister Sam, go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, my thought was, because, Gerald, you came to see me, and uh, you didn't tell me what anybody else said, so I was a little nervous at first, but um, my thoughts were just like, we are reasonably, not new, but we're still you know, working to really be our own thing. And I think we've been doing a fantastic job just that we've definitely been growing. We've definitely, you know, grown closer as a group. But I just think we're not ready to share that with anybody yet because it's like our baby. Like like Chris said, we're a family. This is, our, this is our child. And we're trying to make it our own and have it grow and everything. And I think inviting someone else to that I think we could either get overshadowed and they might not respect what I mean I'm not I mean no disrespect to their company at all but they might not respect what we have and they might try to change it and I don't want that because it's ours and I don't want you know I think maybe eventually but not right now well, uh, Nick, what did you think? 
Well, you know, when, when Gerald and I had originally established, you know, our website and we began doing these podcasts, which uh, I look back on it now and it's, uh, we have come a long way. And, you know, in respects to this other entity showing interest in, you know, whether becoming a partner or, you know, possibly interested in merger, um, my perspective on that is that this had come from a long, a long line of planning and development and still development. And I, I don't think at this juncture, you know, if, if we're talking like maybe a major player like IGN is interested in us becoming a subsidiary or a reporting agency for their, you know, being affiliated with them. I, I mean, that's maybe something I would take more you know, careful consideration, but I think we are still a, a growing family. We are um, obviously growing uh, much more involved into our community. We have a lot more feedback coming our way. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that we have something uh, really special that we've, that we've developed. And I think um, we still got some time to go. And, and I, I think I, I want to do that um, on our own. Um, uh, however, I, I mean, I would not be at all against uh, maybe some kind of partnership, maybe, um, you know, representing one another on our websites. Um, that, that would so certainly be something I'd be much more comfortable with. But regarding any kind of mergering or overshadowing or um, becoming, you know, managed by this other entity, I would, however, be very much against that. So um, I think uh, we need to, to stay as your game source. I think we represent brand of very good um, cleaning to our, to our listeners and, uh, you know, to our gamers, so I think we need to stick with that. Yeah. Agreed. So. Um, I, I just think uh, I need a little bit more cash in my pocket before I decide. <laughs> <laughs> Slip me some more bills. <laughs> Something like that. They're hidden inside the hollowed book. <laughs> I can be bribed. <laughs> <laughs> So, are you telling them that you, you would sell us out for money? Some family. Um, yeah. I, I just well, I'm, put out my heart. You would sell your soul for a Klondike bar. <laughs> well, I'm the, uh, no, if it was chocolate, but not mint. But um, uh, I'm the black sheep of the family. So, so there you have it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love you guys. You know, there's if that's what... Uh, you know, that's what we want to do as a team. Uh, we decided as a team, and uh, I wholeheartedly uh, stand behind it, and I'm just happy to have uh, you guys on the podcast and to have a part uh, in this podcast and part of the website. And I've been doing this just for fun and just for enjoyment, and uh, I would like to continue to do so and, and hope we can continue our relationship together, even if that includes Nick. So. <laughs> Angry or not angry. You know, every time uh, you call him Angry Nick, I think of Angry Birds, but with like a little Nick face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking speaking on those terms, I actually wanted to uh, make mention. Uh, our website's going under a tremendous amount of maintenance lately, so if you guys are having... You guys or gals, I'm sorry, are having any, uh, any, <laughs> any issues accessing any areas of the website... Um, particularly our videos page is going under some pretty uh, heavy maintenance 
um, please go to our contact page and if the problems you're experiencing are not one of the pre-selected uh, subcategories that you paste into the title please go ahead and just write in exactly what you're having problems with so we can get on and fix that just wanted to point that out because uh, we like I said we are going through a lot of maintenance and updating right now so bear with us we hope to have everything uh, up and functioning soon and um, just keep those comments and and uh, suggestions uh, heading our way but if it does work for it keep on trucking yep. yeah just let you know our site works better with uh, with Safari or Mozilla or maybe Google Chrome as well. I don't know. Sorry, I, I use Google Chrome and it does work perfect for me. But I mean, also, I just bought a brand new computer. That's why I wasn't in the, in the first half of this podcast. Firefox has also uh, been, worked fine for me without a hitch. Yeah, I use Firefox. Wow. I use Internet. <laughs> <laughs> Last person my, internet my condolences, sir. My condolences. Yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, guys, we are going to uh, sum up tonight because... Uh... All right, actually, if I could jump in really quick um, on the idea of uh, just getting feedback. I actually got a message on Facebook from one of my friends, named JJ, and he was listening to the podcast with my older public rant, and he bro he pointed something out to me, which I realized, which made me feel a little silly. Um, the point he made was he asked me about Star Wars Galaxies, which I realized was probably like the big elephant in the room the whole time I was talking. Well, and it's unfortunately, as of December, is probably going to be the non-elephant in the room because they are yeah. discontinuing it. So he just pointed out, he's like, you know, they've tried this already. Like, you know, you were saying how Star Wars is so great and everything, but, you know, they tried it already, and it came out before WoW, and it just did not have this effect that you think that Old Republic will have. So... You know, he just pointed that out to me, and, he, and uh, my response to him was that, and I'd like, you know, your guys' opinion on what you guys think of this, but at the time, there was no WoW, so I don't think the MMO community was as big. And then WoW came out, and now all of a sudden, there's millions and millions of people playing MMOs. So I think now that there's such a big group of people, I mean, millions and millions of people who are familiar with MMOs and play MMOs more so than when Galaxies came out, I think that it's going to be a lot more successful just from sheer number of people who are playing MMOs now. True. You know, I true. agree. Oh, and by the way, my shout out uh, goes to him uh, for liking us on our Facebook page. So yes, thank I, you, was, JJ. Yes, thank you, JJ. Gerald. And if you want to be on our podcast too, just like us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, <laughs> I wanted. To, I actually wanted to take a minute. Did you want to let everyone know about our live podcast from the store? Uh, well, we are planning uh, a live podcast uh, near Halloween. Um, we're going to do it at. Uh, in, if you're living in the Las Vegas area, uh, it's going to be done in late October. We're planning it uh, in in Town Square at the Spirit Halloween Store. Uh, inside uh, the Spirit Halloween store, of course, in Town Square, uh, near Halloween, uh, we'll be doing a live podcast. So if you want to come down and join us and actually get on our podcast, uh, you may do so. Uh, we will all accept all questions and accept all individuals who come in and, and want to be part of the fun and uh, you know 
know, have a good time and, and join us with your thoughts on video game. So, uh, actually, clean, of course, but yes, they'll be your clean video game thoughts. So. Ah, sounds good to me. I think that'll about yes. wrap it up for tonight, everyone. Uh, yes, sir. I think it does. And once again, uh, this was recorded on 9-11, uh, 2011. And again, our respects and uh, prayers go out to those families, uh, to the victims of 9-11. Yes. Well, and uh, just remember that you can always find us at www.yourgamesource.com for the latest and greatest in gaming technology news and industry well, interesting news. Um uh, that will wrap it up for this evening. Until our next podcast, everybody have a good night. Good night. Good night. Buenas noches. <laughs> Till next time. See and the next time. Cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo. All right. Well, I guess that went all right. Yeah, two hours later. <laughs> I'm gonna be fried. Right. Fried fork. Yes, but you will have a good podcast on your under your belt.